Hey, Remark Nurses, welcome to another episode. You made it, How to Pass NCLEX slash Monday Motivation. We're doing some content, so we will be focused on the newborn assessment, particularly focusing on the APGAR scoring. You're going to love it. If it's your first time here, hi! My name is Regina Callian, MSNRN, and I am, I am, the number one NCLEX instructor on the planet. I love preparing you for your state board exams. And so we're going to do that right now. We do it every week here at Remar Review. And I'm so happy to have you here today. We are going to jump right into this. When we talk about the APGAR, um, essentially we are referencing the efforts of uh, Dr. Virginia APGAR, who in 1952 decided that there was a better way. There was a better way to determine um, a newborn's overall uh, position for life. Okay, and it was a quick, easy tool that you could, you could use in the first few minutes of a newborn's life to determine if they were indeed, based on five categories, okay, if they were indeed able to sustain life outside of the mother's womb. We know that the APGAR score is done at one in five minutes, but it's so revolutionary because prior to the APGAR score, if a baby came out and they had um, some difficulty breathing, perhaps they were not um, moving around as a normal uh, infant would expect to be, or if there was any evidence of cyanosis, those babies were deemed not capable of living. So they kind of just placed them to the side. They didn't do any interventions on them. And so um, a, a lot of babies died, not because they weren't capable of having um, life outside of the womb, but because they weren't given just very basic interventions such as oxygen or warming or <laughs> it's like, so when she developed the APGAR score, it really revolution revolutionized neonatal care. And so this is very important. We must not forget our roots. We must not forget our roots. So we're talking about the APGAR score. It's done at one in five minutes. And, you know, what it was, was a tool that many members of the interdisciplinary team could use. So the physician can use an APGAR score, right? The neonatologist, the, the pediatrician, us as nurse, nurses, we have to memorize this tool and as well as the midwife. Anybody in midwifery should also be fluent in an APGAR score. There are um, no known contraindications to using the APGAR score. It applies to every baby being born. And that's the beautiful thing of it. Okay, uh, Equipment. Stethoscope, gonna need that for auscultation. And uh, you can use a pulse oximeter. However, it is optional to do. It is optional to do. So when we talk about APGAR, um, not only does it stand for the, the physician's name, but also it's an acronym for the characteristics of the infant that you will be evaluating. So if you haven't learned this in nursing school, hey, this is uh, this is fundamentals right here. The A stands for the appearance. P stands for pulse. The G stands for grimace. 
A stands for activity and R is going to stand for respiration, respiration. Now, remember when we talk about the G in grimace, that's a facial, facial feature that we are looking at. Each of the five categories is scored the same. So each category, a baby can receive a score from zero to two. That's how the scoring system works. And if you have five categories, in each category, you can get up to a two as a positive number. The overall score at its highest can be a 10. That is the highest score that a baby can achieve. And in general, the higher the score, the better the baby is, the healthier the baby is, the better positioned the baby is. So I hope that makes sense. Let's look a little bit more into the scoring here. So now you have a chart where you see the five categories and you see you see the scoring from highest to lowest, okay? And so if we look at the first category, we have appearance. And to achieve the maximum score, a newborn would have to be pink all over. If they were acrocyanosis, um, if there was some acrocyanosis present, meaning that there was some um, blueness Okay, uh, sometimes babies come out and you guys know, um, sometimes babies come out and they're not all the way flush pink. Maybe the, the arms are a little blue um, or maybe the arms are fine, but maybe the legs are a little bit blue. So you have some situational cyanosis in the baby. And so if that was the case, then that newborn would get a one. And in the category of appearance, if we're looking at the baby and they were blue, pale, bluish gray all over, then that would indicate a zero. And so again, these characteristics have to be memorized because NCLEX will give you characteristics and you have to um, determine the number of the APGAR score. Pulse. Pulse, pulse, pulse. Baby would get a two, the highest score, if they had a heartbeat of 100, okay, 100 or more. A baby would get a one if they had a heart rate less than 100 and a zero if that heart rate was absent. What about grimace? What about the, the facial grimace, the way the, the baby was behaving? And so two, if the baby is crying, if there is active movement with stimulation, mm -hmm. uh, a baby would get a one if they were not crying. However, there was a facial grimace with stimulation. So maybe the baby's face changes just a little bit. They're kind of annoyed. They're kind of irritated, but they don't cry. They don't cry. So the baby would get a one. And then a zero if there was no response to stimulation. If you um, if you undress the baby, if you um, if you uncovered the baby where they should be cold, you know, even if you like move the arms or the legs and they just they were not bothered at all. Okay, 
Um, nope, that baby would get a zero. Activity, activity level. If the baby is actively moving and their arms and legs are flexed, okay, those extremities are tight and they are swiggling around <laughs> trying to get away from you, you can give that baby a two. Uh, the score of one is if there's little movement, mm, some flexion. Maybe the, the arms are flexed tightly, but the legs are kind of limp. They're not flexed all the way. That baby's going to get a one. And then a zero if the baby is having no activity. They're limp. They're floppy. It's just not there. Uh, so that baby will get a zero. And respirations are really going to be important to be able to characterize for a two an infant, a newborn would have to have a normal rate and a good, strong cry. Good effort, good cry. It's nice and loud. They're using their lungs. That's a two. A one is if there is weak, uh, shallow breathing, a weak cry, you know, kind of like a uh, uh, weak breathing, weak cry, slow breathing. Um, that baby would get a one. They are actually crying. There's just very little effort behind it. And then, of course, the baby would get a zero if their respirations were absent. So again, again, this, these are things that we do go over inside of the virtual trainer. And um, I'm bringing it to you now for those of you who don't have it in the virtual trainer. Still very important information for you to know. And if we're talking about it, the overall scoring based off of the baby's characteristics, these are some of the nursing interventions, the medical interventions that that baby would be expected to require. And so I'll just start, I'll just start from the bottom. If this baby scores a zero to three, this baby is having severe difficulty in making the transition. And we're talking about um, the transition from uh, being in the uterus to out of the uterus and sustaining life. And so they're having a very hard time. They're more than likely gonna need uh, NICU admission and newborn resuscitation. Okay, and that just makes sense. That just makes sense. Four to six, this baby is in the middle of um, achieving an, a, a high score. And so they are having some difficulties adapting things that we can do for this baby that can really change it around. And, and so, and this is where, you know, a lot of babies were put to the side and said, mm, they're not gonna make it. And all they needed was small things like oxygen administration, right? One week we would attach this, this baby that's getting a four to six to a monitoring device, okay? We can stimulate the baby by rubbing its back. We can give suctioning as needed for this baby. And just continually just stimulating them, rubbing them, massaging them. It, it can help to get those reflexes going, getting that baby stimulated, producing a cry was going to clear out the mucus. And so there are little things that we can do that require very little tech, <laughs> very little technology that will help encourage a baby to transition better. All right. And then a seven to 10, you know, it's ideal. The baby is, is indicating it's healthy and it's adapting while outside. And so this is the baby that can stay with their mom and they can receive uh, routine newborn care. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
All right. So as nurses, because this is the content, healthcare staff may anticipate low APGAR scores in babies born who are born prematurely. Mm -hmm. Babies born via cesarean delivery. All right. Um, because typically um, with cesarean delivery, it's something that is done either um, early on or in an emergent situation. And so if a mother is scheduled to have a cesarean delivery because the doctor does not want her to go into labor, right? Um, many, ca many cases where this is done, you guys can put in the comment some, I'm, like if a, if a baby is born breech, right? Or if the mom has had a cesarean previously and needs to repeat that cesarean for whatever reason, typically that baby is taken a little bit earlier, maybe 37 weeks, 38 weeks. Um, so you can expect maybe at that time, the baby, hey, you know, maybe it is not fully uh, going to respond 100%. Like maybe the lungs, you guys know the lungs are typically the very last things to be developed in the baby. Because think, a baby's surrounded by fluid in the mother's womb. So do we want their lungs to be functioning uh, and ready to go when they're surrounded by fluid all the time? No, we don't want the baby taking any breath in. We don't want that fluid um, to be interacting with the lungs. And so uh, sometimes when babies are taken prematurely, the lungs are not developed as well. And so in cesarean deliveries, that could be a possibility. All right. High-risk pregnancies and after a complicated labor and delivery that puts the baby at risk for many things as well. So we're talking about here low APGAR scores in babies born. Remember, the thing about the APGAR scoring is that it is subjective. It requires you to use your best clinical judgment, okay, to determine this score. It's, it's on you. OK, and remember, you're doing it at one minute and you're doing it at five minutes. And it is really a moment by moment picture of that baby. So APGAR scoring is not designed to predict baby's long term health needs. Nope. Behavior, intelligence, personality or outcome. It is not for that. It is just in this moment. What are the chances of the baby doing well? What do they need? What kind of interventions do they need? So we got to remember that. Okay, we are going to do some content questions. This is how to pass NCLEX. We go over the content first and then we do the questions. This is literally the order that you should be doing this. And so we're going to do that right now based off of what we studied, the APGAR score. Study with me. Hey, you can study with me here. Uh, you can also study with me. I'm going to tell you this every single time you see me in my NCLEX virtual trainer. This is where my full course is. This is where you need to be getting all of the information. We go over APGAR scoring. Absolutely. We go over APGAR scoring, but it comes with other priorities of nursing, other um, content-based situations that help you improve your clinical judgment. NCLEX all about improving your clinical judgment. The way you do that is through content. So number one, answers on the screen. I wanna see if you were paying attention. Which of the following is correct about APGAR scoring? Number one, it has five categories for assessment. Two, it is a health indicator. Three, it involves interviews. Four, 
it is used to assess the mother. Oh, come on, come on, guys. We are warming up to APGAR. We are determining your, your foundational knowledge about this thing, okay? Nurses, tap in, tag your favorite nursing student and say, it's Monday, we're studying with Remar. I'm loving it. The correct answer is number one, APGAR indeed. It has five categories always, this never changes, appearance, pulse, grimace, activity, and respirations, yes. Come on, we got another question is coming at you right now. Question number two is this. What is the possible reason, reason for a healthy baby not to score a perfect 10 in APGAR? Hmm. What is the possible reason for a healthy baby not to score a perfect 10 in APGAR? Is it number one, apnea? Two, pulselessness. Three, acrocyanosis, four, weakness. Hey, this is a Monday. And I'm really, mm, I'm really loving this Monday. I want to see the answers on the screen representing nurses all over the world. You are right now and you're gathered here under this one voice to study for NCLEX. And I am just, I'm thoroughly impressed. I'm impressed by the efforts. The correct answer here is acrocyanosis. You got to know this term, get to love it with newborns. Perfectly healthy babies may still be born with bluish hands and feet. Oh yes, it happens. Um, and so this is a reason why a perfect score of 10 is almost rare, almost rare. Okay. All right, here we go. Next question. I got them coming, coming, coming. What score in activity should a baby receive when the legs resist and flex back when straightened by the nurse? What do we want to give a baby? When um, the legs resist, okay, and they flex back quickly when straightened by the nurse. Is that number one, a three? Two or two, three or one, or four or zero. What are we gonna do? What what score are we gonna give this specific characteristic? And I see the answers on the screen. I love it. Be fearless today. Just go ahead and throw that answer out. You should be getting all of these correctly. Apgar is something that you should have absolutely went over, understood, memorized in nursing school um, because you have to know it. You have to know it, whether you're working in pediatrics or um, the newborn nursery or not. This is foundational to nursing. Okay. Correct answer coming at you is absolutely two. Can't get a three in a category. Can't get a three. Um, and so score of two, this is the best. This is what we want to see. This number should be assigned since the baby is exhibiting active movement and flexion of the extremities. Yes, this is a great thing. This is a great thing. Question number four, let's calculate in our minds a newborn weighing 3.6 kilograms, seven pounds. They cry vigorously after birth. He has a pink body, cyanotic extremities, and a heart rate of 136 beats per minute. His APGAR score is 
What? What is it? Number one, is that a nine, two, eight, three, seven, four, six? What are we going to say? A newborn weighing 3.2 kilograms, seven pounds, cries vigorously after birth, has a pink body, cyanotic extremities, and a heart rate of 136 beats a minute. His APGAR score. What are we saying it is? Can we all agree? Can we all agree to what we think it might be? <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I hope you guys got this one right. This one you have to get. This is a this is a standard NCLEX question. All right. You you've just seen one right now. If you've ever seen, if you've never seen one, this would be one. Um, the correct answer is nine. Vigorous crying indicates a score of two. Okay. Each for grimace, activity, and respiration. We're going to give that baby a two. A score of two is also given for the heart rate um, because it's over 100. And then one is given for acrocyanosis. And so we got four times two plus one is going to be nine. Did you get that? Have to get this right. You have to be proficient on these. Okay. And then also... All right, so now I am going to give you an opportunity to unlock another question. Now, all I need you to do is share this video, okay? So I'm gonna give you an opportunity to share this video. I want to reveal to you the, I wanna reveal to you the bonus question because this APGAR scoring is a huge topic. I was actually gonna say there, um, if you have the VT and the student workbook on page 20 of my book, uh, if you have the P in this page 20, let me know what it is for the RN. But we do APGAR scoring, and it's part of a clinical judgment activity as well. Because you got to know your APGAR score. You have to know it. So if you have the virtual trainer workbook, I go over this again in detail. So let's make sure that we have this. Hey, I want to tell you something from a Remar nurse. It's a message. It's a public service announcement. Hi, I am Shakalin Lee. I graduated on May the 3rd of 2022. I took the NCLEX for the first time on June the 11th. And I was unsuccessful after 145 questions. But the only thing I used was ATI because that's what our school used and Mark K. Because you know that's what everybody say, use Mark K. So I used Mark K in ATI and was unsuccessful. And so after feeling defeated, shamed, like I done shamed my family, like I done shamed everybody from failing the first time, I was at work and they these um, my coworkers were talking about NCLEX. And I didn't really want to mention that I had failed, but I was like, I'm going to just go ahead and say that I failed. <laughs> See what they got to say about it. And I kid you not, one of the girls that I told that I failed, she was like, have you used Remar? I was like, what is that? I had never heard of Remar. Nobody was talking about Remar nothing. So I'm so thankful to God that I let my pride down and told them that I failed. Because if I hadn't told them, I might have not never would have heard of Remar. So I got Remar. Um purchased the Remar, the NCLEX virtual trainer and the Quick Facts book. And because my test date was so quick and I had to wait for the books to come, I literally, like, she has a whole test plan for 
um, your week, to plan out your week. But I was literally doing a whole week in a day or two, literally, because I was like, I got to finish this whole program. I got to finish it. So thank the Lord, I finished the whole program. I was so confident that I went and took the test again. Got 145 questions. I was like, Lord, now come on now. I got to pass this time. And thank the Lord, on June the 28th, I passed the NCLEX. So call me Nurse Lee. <laughs> but I'm just so grateful for Regina and her team for making this resource for us because, listen, this, when she say it's literally like no other resource, it's literally like no other resource. Like, it's literally like you in school again, which is what I needed to hold me accountable. But it was so helpful, like, um, reinforcing what you learned after the videos. Like, that was spot on spot on so i'm just so grateful and i'm just thankful <laughs> to be a part of the remind nurse family i love it i love it i love it the the smile the testimonials the feeling of a hundred pounds is off of my shoulders i know i don't i am i'm on the other side y'all it's like when people go on through a process and they tell you listen it was, it was, I was facing the impossible. There were giants in the land. And then they come back and they tell you what I have overcome and I have my license. That is, that's the goal, y'all. That's the goal. And every time that a Remar nurse sends in a testimonial, know that it's real. Know that the smiles are genuine. Know that the relief and the encouragement and the process required much sacrifice, but they did it. Right. They did it because they mm, 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 mm. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even tell you. all You just get to a place where the pain of staying the same is it's far greater than taking that leap of faith and seeing what it actually could be like. Oh, man. Get in the virtual trainer. I'm get get in the virtual trainer. Uh, the NCLEX bonus question has been unlocked. Congratulations, guys. Here is the bonus question right now. It is this. A primogravid gives birth after prolonged latent labor. The newborn is cyanotic, has a heart rate of 68 beats per minute, slow breathing, and does not respond to stimulation. What is the APGAR score? I'm going to read it again. A primogravid gives birth after a prolonged latent labor. The newborn is cyanotic has a heart rate of 68 beats a minute, slow breathing, and does not respond to stimulation. What is the APGAR score? Oh, uh, we got some situations going on here. Yeah. Hoping that you guys can get the right answer from this. Hoping that you are able to see the APGAR score very clearly here. I see the answers on the screen. Congratulations. This is this is how to pass NCLEX. Going over content with Remar, with Remar. The APGAR score that one would expect would be two. Okay. Lots of zeros here. Cyanosis and unresponsiveness indicate a score of zero for each, um, each for appearance, grimace, and activity. A score of one is indicated for pulse, 
and get another one for the respirations. And so the total score of this baby is two. Okay, Not a great score, uh, but it is possible to get a two on the APGAR. So, hey, how did you do overall? I mean, do you feel confident about this particular category? I hope you do, because once you go over it with me, get the questions to back it up, then you can count this as, hey, we did it. We did it. Your Monday motivation is this. Your decision always matters. Your decision always matters. It's the little decisions. I mean, when you think about it, though, when you base, uh, when you make a decision, what is the base of our decisions? What is the basis on what you make your decisions on? Is it how you're feeling that day? Is it the time that you have? Hmm. Is it the weather? <laughs> what is the basis of our decisions? What would we say it was? And I'm looking for the answers on the screen. I want you to, I want you to think about it. When you make a decision to do or not do something, what is the reason why you're making that decision? Where is it coming from? I have, I have an answer. I would propose to you. I see what you guys are writing. Mm -hmm. I see what's being put up on the screen. But I would propose to you that, in fact, the base of our decisions is, is our priorities. It is how actually... Mm, how important that thing is to you, how valuable that thing is to you. It is your priorities that determine what you do, all right? And, and honestly, our life is the sum total of all the decisions we make every day. And those decisions are determined by our priorities. It's really simple. What are your priorities? Particularly, I'm, you know, I'm coming from a place when it, this, I'm talking about passing your NCLEX. What decisions have you made that help you get that goal? What are your priorities for this week? Hey, this is a, this is a Monday. And the thing about this Monday that you and I both can relate to at any point, all of us here, actually, we have one thing in common about this Monday. You know what it is? This is a new Monday that we have never seen before. It's a new Monday. We have never seen it before. And so uh, every, every day we make a decision based on our, our priorities. So what are your priorities? Okay. Um, what is going to be most important to you? When you look at yourself in the mirror, are you happy at what you're seeing looking back at you? Okay. Is your priorities um, God? Is your priorities money? Is it your friendship? your your family what you like to do in your spare time are you thinking about other people your colleagues your family what is your what are your priorities what is most important to you because those are the things that will um, influence you to make decisions or not make decisions and so this week we're going to be thinking about our priorities um we're going to be ranking our priorities if you take the top three right now how will getting your nursing license help those three things, okay? And help you to be a guide. That's all. It's a really simple motivation. It's just getting your priorities together, okay? Where are you spending your time? What is allowing you to make some, some decisions that you keep making, all right? Um, and so your decisions is always in harmony of the priorities you set in life. And so I want you guys to make, I want you to make, 
passing NCLEX a priority. I want to see you like our Remar nurses sitting in the car, sitting in the coffee shop and just saying, you know what? On their job. I love when when you guys uh, message me on the job and you're like, yeah, having a slow night tonight as a nurse. I just going to make this testimonial video for somebody watching. I want that. I want to see more of that. This is the season that we're passing NCLEX. If you guys are joining me for the 30 day challenge, hey, you are able to tap right in every day. We are still doing it for the month of August. You can um, definitely sign up. I'll put the link in the video where you are able to sign up for the 30 day challenge and go hard with me every day. All right. Getting your priorities in order. And you know what? And when you know what's most important to you, making a decision to do something is quite simple. It really is. All right. It doesn't take a whole lot for you to do something when you have made up your mind that it is important. Oh, yeah. I love that. All right, guys. Monday motivation. How to pass NCLEX. Yes, there is a free trial of the NCLEX virtual trainer, which means you can get into it right now. No strings attached. You can try the virtual trainer. Just like you're taking a class at home. You can go through any one of my videos and I have um, I have practice exams and homework for this course. And you can see with the virtual trainer that once you've watched the video, you have what you need to be prepared. And I have it on my laptop, but you guys can also get it on your computers. If you have a tablet like myself, you can get the information right there. Do the work while it is convenient to you. And again, with the free trial, what do you have to lose? You'll be able to take some quizzes. You will be able to uh, watch the videos and really get comfortable owning your NCLEX review process. All right, everybody, I will see you later.